Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Can't wait to talk to uh, this lady called Elaine Doyle. Now, she was sitting on the bus. I don't know if you ever had that experience when you're heading to work. And you're feeling like, oh my God, I cannot go in here. I just cannot face these people. I cannot face this job. That's what she was thinking. And she found herself crying on the way into work. She knew that something had to change. Since then, she has made those changes. And she says she's pinching herself every day with how happy she is. How happy are you today, Elaine? Absolutely. Lit to bits is the term I use. <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking about Irish phrases. Lit to bits. That's one I may borrow. I love that one. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So thank you for having me on. Look, um, a pleasure. To share my story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so just yeah. a bit of context, if you don't mind me giving your age. You're 34? I'm 34, yeah. I feel about 22, but 34. Love <laughs> it. Love it. I'm feeding off your energy already. I haven't even heard your stories. Um, so yes. you're originally from Kilkenny. Uh, you're not living there now, but we'll get to that. So look, talk to yes. us about this morning on the bus, because I think people can relate to that, where you're really having one of those days. What was going on? Yeah, so this was back in 2019, and I had, like, become very unwell the year before I burnt out in 2018 but I really did love my work in Temple Street I really loved working with children and you know I'm here to help people so I really tried my hardest to get back in into the job and was working three Mm. days a week and what kind of work were you doing in Temple Street so I was working in the mental health department in um, St. Francis Clinic. So I was working with, with young children who were um, yeah, experiencing mental health difficulties. Um, I worked uh, as part of the emergency department mental health team. So, you know, young people who were coming in with um, yeah thoughts of not wanting to be here, basically. Yeah. And um, how did that make you feel in terms of, you know, you're, you're there as, a, in inverted commas, a mental health expert, Yes. And you find yourself actually really struggling with your own mental health. Yeah, exactly. And this is where, you know, for me, it's always been really important to embody what I'm preaching. And I've, you know, at this point, I'd worked in mental health for years. And I thought, you know, I can't be sending this sort of energy out. Um, and that's where, you know, mm. the, the reality is when we're, when we're working with people in the system, it can be very difficult on ourselves. But I suppose we're, we're kind of taught that, well, we're here to help others before ourselves. And um, for me, that never really sat right. It's like I have to help myself to really help the people of Ireland because that's what I'm passionate about. Like, yeah. I love this land, I love this country, but I really had to look at what energy am I sending out if I'm not truly content myself, you know? And before we get to what you did, um, just talking about burnout. I mean, it's a phrase that's used a lot. Um, And maybe there's people listening who feel, I think I may be burnt out or maybe there was a period in my life where I didn't realise I was burnt out um, Mm -hmm. or maybe I'm heading down that road if I don't change things. So what were the symptoms that you were experiencing, kind of physical and mental, uh, that expressed themselves as burnout? Yes, yeah, I mean, I, I suppose it's physically you're just, your body just shuts down and you're not able to do things you were once able to do. So I was finding myself like I wasn't able to go for long hikes anymore and I loved hiking. So little signs like that, that you're just not able to do the things you once loved. And also kind of like um, emotional burnout where you're like, I just cannot talk or listen or help one more person right now. Um, so when you're finding it hard to socially interact and and your body is just, you're eating well but, and you're sleeping all right, but your body is still absolutely exhausted. Mm. Um, 
I think I think you'd know. You know, your body just tells you, really. So, um, what did you do yeah. then? You, you obviously there was a period of time where you said, well, "Okay, look, enough is enough." Uh, how did you know what to do? You know what? I have to say, it was it was really, really um, scary to be honest. To you know, I've spent six or seven years building up my career. I'd just been promoted to senior. You know, this is what you you spend all these um, years in college for, and. Um, my body just wasn't getting better. So what I decided to do was I, I, I was already a qualified uh, therapist and, and social worker, but I decided to do a life coaching course just so when I left the day job, I'd have more as much to offer as possible when I started working for myself. So I did a life coaching course in 20, um, 2019. And yeah, and, and, you know, I was crying on the bus and I knew I had to hand in my notice, but you know, it was still really scary and uncomfortable. And that's three years ago. And I remember, you know, walking up to my manager's office and being like, what am I doing here? I felt like I was giving up everything, all of my identity. Um, and that's like my advice to people is this is uncomfortable and it's scary. And it does take a lot of courage to pave a new way, you know. So I'm lit to bits now, but it's it's been mm. a journey for sure, you know. Okay, so people are wondering... Um where did you go? What are you doing now? And how did you yeah. afford to give up your job? So, yeah, um, luckily, you know, I, even though I was working a lot over the years, I always um, took a lot of time off to travel, which made me realize that, like, I don't need to buy a new car. I'm not going to get a mortgage yet because I need to be free. Freedom is very important for me. So, like, I left the job but I didn't have a mortgage to pay. I didn't have a car loan. You know, I've always been very good at living um, within my means. And um, having worked in Australia for years, I did have a lot of um, savings, you know, to allow for this transition to happen. I had savings. And honestly, I started work straight away for myself. Um, and I started doing one-to-one coaching and therapy and started in 2020 I, I started running women's circles and then over the past year I've been running retreats so I actually am back in Kilkenny now I went to Donegal and came back here because I realized when you leave the day job and you're working for yourself it is good to have family and support around you mm. you know and did you were you in a relationship or did you have kids or no you, okay so that's probably something maybe our listeners are thinking well I'm just, you know, playing devil's advocate. People will go, well, look, it's all very well. You can go in when you're single and you don't have dependence. And, you know, 100%. you know, it's, yeah, yeah. It, you maybe have a bit more freedom than some people who may have been in your situation feel like maybe they, they find it a bit more difficult to get out of it. A hundred percent. Yeah. And like how I did it was because of my circumstances, being single and not having children. But there is less dramatic ways to do it if you do have dependence, you know, um, and maybe it's 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 one person, you know, stays working uh, full time. But um, or just even going down a few days a week or just start listening to your heart and what. What part of my life, you know, makes me want to cry on the bus in the morning? And how do I take small steps away from that? Mm. Um, we don't all have to go and quit our jobs. But I do believe that it is important. Now, I think we're in a time of great change where people are wanting to live from their heart again, you know? Yeah. And look, finally, I know that you now live by something called the Celtic Wheel of the Year. And yes. we're tight on time. But can you give us the little... I suppose a, a, a quick explanation on what it means and how it, you know, how you adjust your life to it. 
Yeah, so it's 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 hard to explain quickly, but the the Celtic wheel. So it's an ancient ancient calendar that's connected to the seasons, right? And when we start to live by the calendar, we are tuning into the seasons that the human body has throughout the year. So. For me, having had burnout, when I started connecting to the Celtic year, it made me really listen to my body and, and, and its needs. So a quick example would be on the Celtic wheel, Samhain is a time of winter and rest and, and, and shedding that which no longer serves us That's what, and connecting with the ancestors. So at Samhain, when I was connecting with the Celtic calendar, I was like, this isn't a time to be off doing and working loads. This is a time for rest and integration. So the Celtic calendar helps us to be more in tune with the seasons of nature. You know, the trees don't um, have leaves all year round and either are we. So it helps us to really tune into our cyclical nature as human beings and realise that we're not meant to be going and doing all the time. And Yeah, but we kind of have to a lot of the time and we just fill ourselves with coffee (laughs) to keep going. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, it's true, but it's kind of like, you know, even what can I... um, is there, what could I do less of during the winter that nourishes me? And maybe it's, you know, swapping the coffee for green juice or getting out for a walk on your lunch break during winter and knowing that. I think, um, you know, in Ireland, it's this like we're not, you know, good enough if we're not doing all the time. And it's about just resting and allowing your, like this guilt we have even when it's sunny outside that we can't rest. And it's like we need to be able to rest. We need to be able to listen to our bodies and it's you know sometimes we have to get up and go to work but maybe we can rest guilt-free when we come home during winter and allow ourselves to be more because that's what really prevents Mm. the burnout you know yeah Um, look I would love to hear more where can people go and see your story or learn more about this kind of things that you're up to yeah, so my Instagram, Elaine Doyle, is where um, I have all the information and any offerings that are coming up, which is usually around the, the turn of the seasons. People will get all the information there. Brilliant. Elaine Doyle, yeah. thanks so much for chatting to us this morning. Thanks so much for having me. It's long Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today FM.